Good morning, everyone, and uh, it's really great to have you joining us today online. I want to wish you a happy new year. Um, I want to wish my wife a happy birthday today. It's her birthday, and I hope that you're having just a, a great holiday season. I hope that it afforded you a little bit of time of rest. And as always, thank you again for your flexibility with us as we transition online, which hopefully will be just for a few weeks. But uh, thank you again for joining us. Um, you and I, if we're going to take a journey, would prepare differently um, depending on the size and the level of adventure that that journey would have. If you decide, look, I need to go to the grocery store to get a few things, you probably don't need to prepare a whole lot. Maybe you take your phone, maybe you've got a list, uh, you've got a couple of uh, bags that you need to take now with you as well. You don't need to plan that far in advance. You can kind of pick up and just enter into that journey without a lot of preparation. If you decide, let's say, to go to Fredericton or Moncton, maybe that takes a little bit more preparation. You've got to, um, you know, maybe you do it, prepare it one day in advance. You maybe going to grab a coffee. You want to make sure your vehicle's got enough gas in it. If you're going to be connecting with some people there, you've got an arrangement to, to connect. So there's a little bit of more preparation that's required. And then if you can imagine, can we, uh, traveling overseas or going on a vacation that's going to take you to another country. While well, you're planning weeks in advance, maybe months, you've got all kinds of preparations in terms of clothes, and you've got to get your medication all figured out. Uh, maybe some of you would even, you know, check on your health insurance. There's all kinds of things that you would do to prepare for a bigger kind of adventure. The bigger adventure, the more preparation that's required. Well, 2022, a brand new year, and any brand new year, poses the opportunity that it too might be an adventure. And so I want to ask ourselves today, um, how will you prepare yourselves spiritually for this new year? What preparations do you need to put in place as you enter this brand new year, a brand new adventure? What kind of things do you need to do to prepare yourself? And let me give you a little bit of a heads up. Um, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of homework today. I'm going to ask that at some point before this day is over, on the day that you listen or watch this, that you would take 15 minutes, set it aside to do something really, really important. And I'm glad that you aren't here in person so I don't have to see you rolling your eyes at me about homework on January 2nd. But I'm going to ask you anyways, just 15 minutes. Maybe pick a time, you know, that's going to be good for you when you can just sit down with a clear head and give some thought to something. You know, maybe some of you today would, uh, at lunchtime, everybody's after lunch, uh, there's a call to help in the kitchen to do dishes. You would say, look, you know, Pastor Rob gave us some important homework today, and so I'm going to take this 15 minutes while the rest of you do the dishes to, to take my 15 minutes and set it aside. You can be strategic with it. But regardless, take 15 minutes Maybe have your phone, have a note, fresh note page open, or a journal. Maybe you got one for Christmas. And I want you to write these words at the top. What are the spiritual disciplines I need to anchor my life in God? What are the spiritual disciplines that I need to anchor and to root my life in God? We're going to talk a little bit more about what spiritual disciplines are in a minute. But I think as we think about this new year, as we think of a brand new adventure and whatever 2022 will hold, we need to enter it and be prepared for it well. Kind of like the preparations that we make for a simple trip, we need to make preparations as we enter into this new year if we want to anchor ourselves in Christ in this new adventure. 
And it's important for a number of reasons. And you've heard me say some of these before, but a healthy spiritual life does not accidentally happen. You and I don't accidentally become marathon runners. You need to sit down and put together a plan and give some thought to how is it that I will prepare to have a life that's rooted in Christ in this new year. You know, for some of you, um, caring for your own soul, paying attention to your spiritual life has been something that has been difficult for you. And you're not always to be blamed for that. Maybe some of you, uh, you became a Christian and, uh, you know, no one ever showed you how to pray. No one ever taught you how to read your Bible. And it's always been a bit of a struggle for you. Some of you have found that being removed from weekly worship, being removed from a youth group, not being able to be a part of your life group on a consistent basis this fall. You know, it's been really hard on your faith and your faith maybe even has waned a little bit. And maybe even for some of you today, you need this because your faith has been shaken in these last two years. And some of you have asked yourself some really big and some uncomfortable questions about what you really believe right now. And I truly believe that if we sit down and give some intentional thought about how it is that we're going to anchor ourselves in Christ, it will be one of the wisest decisions that we make going into the new year. And here's some good news. This is not that complicated. This is not about becoming a monk or becoming a nun. This is not just for giants of the faith or for people who have hours to sit around and pray and have kind of eternal visions. These spiritual practices that we're going to talk about in a few minutes are given to normal people to help us walk with God so we can access his grace and have everything that we need for life and for godliness. Here's some more good news. You don't need to be perfect at it. Look, there have been times when I get up in the morning, when I am too tired to read my Bible, my mind is too foggy to pray really well, and I have just sat in the Lord's presence quietly, and he has met me there. The other good news about this is the Lord wants to meet with us, that he is ready for us to spend these moments with him. He loves us, and he wants to give us what we need for this new year. And I want you to think about Jesus for a second. I want you to think about how it was that Jesus lived. He wasn't just our Lord and he wasn't just our Savior. He was also our example. Our example of how to access God's grace so that he could live the life that his heavenly father was calling him to live. Remember in his baptism, the spirit comes upon him and it enables him and empowers him to carry out the ministry that he would have. That everything that he did, he did in the power of the Spirit, which he accessed through things like prayer and spending time with his Heavenly Father. And we see this again and again throughout the Scriptures. Jesus intentionally building into his own life time with his Heavenly Father to receive what he needed to live out the calling that the Lord had given to him. Meaning that if Jesus needed the Spirit's help and strength and power to live out his life, how much more so for you and for me. And that as Jesus took time and spent time with his heavenly father, the Holy Spirit empowered him for his life. And that's the model for you and I as we think about this new season. So remembering that Jesus did not try to live on his own strength, but instead spent intentional time to receive from the Lord what he needed, remaining rooted and established in him. Can I ask you today to take 15 minutes and to sit down and write on the top of your page, what are the spiritual disciplines that I need to anchor my life in God?
I've got some more good news for you. There is a charcuterie board full of spiritual disciplines to choose from. There are many. We will not cover all of them today. And I'm just going to point out a few just to kind of draw your attention to them. Um, but there's many different types. And um, if you're the note-taking type and you want to write some of these down, that's great. Or you can rewatch this later and maybe think a little bit more intentionally about which might be best for you. There's probably about 20 in total. I'm just going to point out six and I'm going to move through them relatively quickly. And while I'm speaking, I want you to start to think. And I want you to start to imagining what would it look like for me to put a few of these, maybe one, maybe two, into practice as I enter into this new year. And how could they really help me anchor my life in Christ um, as we enter this adventure of 2022? So are you ready? Buckle up your seatbelts. I'm going to go through six of these relatively quickly. Um, and I just, again, to get, your, get you thinking, and then you, as you take the, your 15 minutes later, maybe you can sit down and think about which ones would be best for you. The first one is confession. And confession is simply experiencing the grace and mercy of God for the healing of the sins and sorrows of the past. Experiencing the grace and the mercy of God for healing the sins and sorrows of the past. And I put this one to the top of the list on purpose. Because as we think about spending time with our Heavenly Father, so often we need to start by acknowledging our sin and our brokenness before Him. And you know this from any relationship that you might have with somebody. Let's say you're in a conversation with somebody and you just snap at them. You're frustrated about other things, but you snap at this person and you can see it's hurt their feelings. You can't, the relationship can't keep going until you fix that. Until you pay attention to what you've done and offer an apology. You just can't pretend otherwise the relationship will remain stuck and kind of in surface mode. Confession is when we come before the Lord and we simply acknowledge that we have been sinful, that we have strayed, that we have tried to live life on our own strength, that we've tried to found hope and comfort in other places, and we just kind of get it all out on the table from the get-go. Of course, the Lord knows all these things. And the good news is that when you and I confess every time that our mediator, Jesus Christ, offers forgiveness on behalf of God the Father, so what does this look like for you and I as a practice? If you were to get up tomorrow and think about, I'm going to try to practice some confession. Well, it would mean you have to take a few minutes to reflect on the last few days or weeks and simply be reminded of, and the Spirit will help us with these things, where are some of the areas where we have fallen short? Where are some of the areas that we have struggled? And we simply confess these to the Lord. This is beautiful prayer that um, the church has used for thousands of years. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And here's the gift. Can you imagine starting out each day with a lighter soul, not carrying around this baggage with us? any longer. So confession, that's the first one. The second one is worship. And worship, I just think about spending time adoring God. Spending time adoring God. Worship is the act that recenters us. It reminds us once again that the Lord is in control no matter what's going on, and I can trust him. As you think about God's mighty acts time and time again in the past, not just in the church, but also in your own life, it reminds you again that God, I can trust you. You are sovereign and you are in control. And it just recenters us. Worship is a lifestyle. You don't have to be here on a Sunday morning to worship. 
It's that lifestyle that challenges us again and again to set aside our own agenda and just to focus our life on God's grace and mercy. And worship, if you're going to get up tomorrow and say, I'm going to spend some time in worship, what does that look like? Maybe you use music. Maybe you find some worship songs, get them on your phone, look them up on YouTube. And you just spend a few minutes listening to the words, letting them wash over you, focusing on the lyrics and the content of the song as it kind of directs you to Christ. Maybe you open up your Bible and you read a psalm or two, and it just kind of starts to focus you. Maybe for some of you, you're not big music people, you'd go for a walk. Go for a walk by the beach, go for a walk in the forest. And just being in that environment will calm you and it will just allow you again to focus your hearts, adoring the Lord for his goodness and mercy in your life. And there's a gift for us when we do that. Can you imagine waking up and at the start of your day, you enter that day recentered, living from a place where you've got confidence in, in God's ability to be in control no matter what that day might bring. Worship. The third one, and these are in no particular order, but I think of the power of gratitude. And I think about how important this might be for you and I right now. Gratitude is simply the act of making a list of things that recognizes the many gifts of God in our life and just being grateful for them. Can you think about the many gifts of God in your life. This discipline of taking note of all the ways that God has been faithful for us, all the ways that he has provided for us, and all the ways that he has cared for us. Gratitude practiced over time will transition our hearts from focusing on comparing ourselves to others and complaining about everything to thankfulness. Think about the power of thankfulness and gratitude right now. Well, what would this look like if you were to put it into practice? Again, you probably need to write it down or type it out somewhere. But just start making a list of every gift in your life. Big, medium, small. And just start taking note of all the ways that God has cared for you. Thankful for a home with heat, for coffee, for having the options of choosing what we get to eat for breakfast, not just having one or no options for a job that meets our needs, for friends that we can count on again and again. Make an exhaustive list of all the gifts in your life. And again, can you imagine starting out the day this way that starts with you just wake up and you're out the door and you're to work or to school or wherever and your just heart is overflowing with gratitude and thankfulness for all that God has done for you. What a game changer that would be for each of us. The next one, reading scripture. This would be one of those staple spiritual disciplines um, that would just be a part of all of our lives at, at different points. Uh, reading scripture really helps shape our minds to live in the way of Christ. Reading scripture just reshapes our minds so that we can live in the way of Christ. We all have some sense of authority uh, or what's an authority in our life kind of a set of rules or principles, whether we're aware of them or not, that kind of guide our decisions and our priorities and determine how it is that we live our life. Reading scripture over time will reshape those priorities so that Christ's kingdom priorities become ours. And then it will start to change the way we live, and we'll be living out those kingdom priorities as we let the word of God uh, shape and form our thinking and our heart and our understanding. Reading scripture means that we come with a humble spirit. We're not just trying to get information. We're not just trying to learn statistics. 
We want to meet God in these moments and be changed. So what does this look like? Well, finding a Bible. If you do not have a Bible, reach out to us. We'll get one to you. You can use an app. There's lots of Bible apps, version, the Bible Project. There's so many resources today. Whether you pick a plan or you pick a book of the Bible and you can start reading. Next Sunday, we're going to start a two-month series on the book of Ephesians. So if you don't know where to start this year, join us in Ephesians. Start reading chapter one this week. And again, can you imagine starting each day with a fresh vision of where it is that we find life as we encounter the scriptures. The next one, prayer. Big surprise here, right? This is another one of those staples. Uh, And prayer is conversation with God about what we are doing together in life. Prayer is just a conversation with God about what we are doing together in life. Prayer is listening. It is speaking to God. It is bringing every circumstance to him. As we listen, we start to get a sense of what God is up to, and then we begin to participate through our own obedience. Uh, It's a process of a lifelong learning of how to commune with the God who created us and to the God who saved us and who rescued us. And what does this look like? Well, if you're really, really stuck on prayer, here's more good news. Jesus gave us a prayer that you can use each and every day. Um, the Lord's Prayer found in the Gospels. Um, it's just the words that will help direct our thoughts and direct our hearts and minds. For some of us, we're so used to speaking in prayer. Maybe we need to listen a bit more. Maybe all we do is listen and we need to speak to the Lord and share more of what's going on in our hearts. And again, can you imagine starting out each day? having had a few moments in the morning where you hear from your heavenly father before you head out the door. The last one I want to share for you today um, is service. And this one too, I think is really important given the times that we're in right now. You know, when life gets chaotic and challenging, and especially when maybe there's a bit more fear in our lives than normal, our temptation is to turn inward and to look after ourselves, and to look after ourselves only. And slowly over time, over like two years, we suddenly start to lose our ability to pay attention to and look after other people. And so service is that relentless, um, that relentless discipline where we think about others and where we put others before ourselves. And while the discipline of service looks different from so many, whether it's volunteering in kids ministry or volunteering in our hospitality or just looking out for neighbors or looking at using your finances or making soup for somebody who's lost a loved one or who's homesick right now, it's our opportunity to put someone else's needs before our own. What does this look like? Well, I probably starts in prayer and just living with an attentiveness to say, God, would you show me in my realm, in my world, who it is that could benefit right now from loving service um, directed towards their lives? What are the gifts and the abilities that I have to offer? Be listening for opportunities. And can you imagine starting each day knowing that you and I get to participate in the redemptive work of God in our little world? These are just six, and I've gone through them lightning fast. I realize that. But the point is this, to get you and I thinking about as we enter into the journey of 2022, how can we prepare ourselves for this year? What are the things that we can do to anchor ourselves in the Lord so that as we enter into this year, we, we walk with him each step of the way? Now, um, some of you would ask, how do I know if I'm doing these right? 
And let me just offer a couple of thoughts on that. First, I'd say this. Um, you would know that you're doing these right if you're experiencing God's presence, if you're hearing his voice, and you're growing in your desire to obey him. If you feel equipped and encouraged to face the day and live with a sense of God's presence with you throughout the day. If you're sensing an increasing depth and understanding of God's affection for each, and, for, for each of us. And if you're noticing the fruit of the Spirit slowly growing in your life, these would be signs that you're doing it right. However, if you do this for a month and you say, wow, what a good Christian I am. Does God ever owe me? Or if you would say, boy, I started out, I went like three days, and then for 10 days, I completely forgot about it. I'm such a bad Christian. How could God love somebody like me? Then you're doing it wrong. This is not a new legalism. This is not something that we do, and if we do it, God will like us more and be nicer to us. Not at all. God wants this for us. This is not something he wants from us. As God designed us and creates us and calls us to live as his people in this day, these are things that will be helpful to us as we anchor our life in him. So it's January 2nd, 2022. Uh, it's a time of New Year's resolutions. And I don't know how ambitious you've been already on this front. You can see from this cartoon, uh, maybe these are, you know, a little bit more your speed, kind of keep the bar low and you'll never really be disappointing yourselves. But it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter your past in these areas. Maybe you started reading the Bible and stopped. Maybe you had a time of prayer that was pretty consistent, but you lost it over the time. Today's a brand new day. Today is a brand new day. And as you think about this new year, entering into this adventure, what are the disciplines that you will take with yourselves to help you anchor your life in God? So at some point today, would you take 15 minutes and give some thought to it? If you need help with resources, please reach out. Nothing would make me happier than to give you some direction or help answer your questions in this area. Let me pray for us. Lord, as we enter into this new year, we do not enter alone. And we don't need to try to do it in our own strength. And we don't need to have perfect clarity on how everything is going to work out in order to have peace and joy and to experience your grace and mercy in our lives. Lord, we thank you that you have made yourself available to each and every one of us. And that through these means, Lord, we can access that grace for everything we need for life. We look forward, Lord, to how you're going to move and speak in our hearts. And so today we just make ourselves available to you Lord, and look forward to it as we enter into this new year together. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen.